Welcome into part three of the one two sixes summer series. We have the one and only Super Bowl champ from Forney, Texas. Let's get to it. Hello, I'm Addison McKelvin. To my white, to my right, Coach Weaver. To my left, Coach O. What's going on? Hey, Addison. Another great day in uh, the summer series and summer in Forney, Texas. I'm excited for this one. It's a good one. For I mean, sure. We, we, we like them all, but uh, yeah. this is pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's a, as you said, the one and only. We may may never have an opportunity to have right. a Super Bowl champion again on the one two six, but we do today. Pretty cool. That's true. So why don't I toss it to you and you'll tell yeah, us a little okay. bit about them. All right. So we, those of you who've watched Forney Sports know uh, we had a young man come through several years ago named Mr. Armani Watts. Uh, he was a multi-sport letterman for us at North Forney High School. Uh, also an all-around superhuman. If you watched him play, uh, is pretty impressive uh, for those of us that are fans of our sports. He graduated from North Forney in 2014. He was our first all-state football player uh, for North Forney High School among just about every other local and, and district award, you know, that you can get. Uh, Armani attended and played college football at Texas A&M University from 2014 to 2017. He was a four-year starter for the Aggies. Uh, he led the team in interceptions as a freshman and as tackles as a senior. So he started and finished strong in his college career. In 2017, he started 12 games for the Aggies, had 87 tackles, 10 for losses, four interceptions, five pass breakups, two fumble recoveries, two block kicks. He was defensive captain for, for Texas A&M, um, all SEC selection, all American. Uh, anyway, then he was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs um, in the 2018 NFL draft. Pretty good team to be drafted to mm -hmm. at a pretty timely time. Uh, he won Super Bowl 54 with the Chiefs. Defeated the San Francisco 49ers 31-20. to Those of us who remember that, it's a lot of fun. Uh, that was actually the team's first championship in 50 years that Armani was a part of. And then the team returned to the Super Bowl. We all watched last year in, in uh, 55, lost to the Bucks. But, um, um, man, he's had a great career. And, and in, in the three years, these last three years, they played at the very highest level. So it's really exciting to get an opportunity to talk to him. Armani, I know you're, you're on here and you're listening. I got to say, you've had, you know, you've had the title of Super Bowl champion. You've had the title of All-American. You've had the title of team captain. Uh, you know, as a, as a parent, I got to say, you just assumed a new title recently, maybe the most important one. You're also daddy now, aren't you? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Project. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's awesome. It's amazing. Amazing feeling. So for those of y'all wondering, Armani's joining us over the phone. That's why it sounds like this. Um, he's in Kansas City right now. Um, they just finished up OTAs. Um, with us also is our, one of Armani's old Forney coaches, and that's Coach Curtis. What's going on, Coach? Hey, glad to be here. Uh, look forward to sharing some, some good stories and some uh, – some funny times that we had while our money was in high school. So yeah, you can embarrass him, coach. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we, we got some good ones. Let's do it. Oh, oh yeah, oh, great one. <laughs> Before we jump into that, we are going to jump over to Coach O for your favorite segment. All right. So today for the subject spotlight, we're talking social media. 
what's your favorite outlet? Mm. You got a lot to choose from. You got Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Coach Curtis, why don't you go first? Uh, I, I'm low on the social media spectrum. I, I <laughs> deleted everything but Facebook. So Facebook's the only one I have and use right now. So okay. that you know would have say to be that, my favorite. That's for old folks. Yeah, I know it. I guess I'm in that classification now, I think. Uh, I was going to say the United States Postal Service. <laughs> That's for ancient folks. Yeah. <laughs> That's my pick. It's not an I'm option, st- coach. <laughs> Carrier pigeons. That's yeah. what you pick. Um, yeah. Chiseled in stone, chiseling uh, messages in stone, smoke signals, old as you want. Um, Whatever, whatever Coach O is using to promote Forney ISD athletics, that's my favorite of the moment. Is that a legal answer? Sure. So it would be Twitter. Okay. There you go. Uh, there you so, go. Armani. Right, you might find Armani on Twitter. I think we have, haven't we? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it's safe to say we've stalked him on Twitter. Yeah. So, Armani, which one's your, your go-to social media outlet? Mm, I'll probably have to say Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Yeah, I the mentioned. Music reels. I can post my little highlight clips in Warzone all over Instagram too. So I say Instagram is pretty nice. I imagine that's a lot different for somebody kind of in the public eye. Um, I bet you just get like bombarded with spam and all sorts of stuff on social media. Oh yeah, notifications are definitely off. So some like that's a lot of messages I don't see sometimes, and I scroll and I'm like, dang, that's like two years ago. This guy messaging. Yeah. <laughs> So y'all hear that people don't don't take it personally. Yeah, he's just busy. Yeah. Is this the my first mom, person? My mom get it out and she's like, yes, yeah, it's normal now. <laughs> Is this the first person you've had? With, I, I with the, had yeah. My mom like called me a million times. I'm like, I'm busy like in the building. <laughs> yeah, that's um well. I have to go with you, Coach Curtis. I actually got rid of all of mine. I don't have Facebook. I don't have anything. So the only thing I use would be like YouTube. I watch videos on YouTube sometimes. Madison, that and is disappointing. They all have the same post posts them. on there now. So. They all what? They all have the like, same posts and everything on all the social media. But Armani, yeah. you're reaching different people on each true. site. True that. True that. Yeah. That's, what, that's what my kid said. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's got to be right. Yeah. There you go. I'm, fa- I'm Facebook. I, Facebook. I like Facebook. Um, all the others, except for TikTok. I can't get into TikTok, but I'm on the others just to stalk my kid. And chances are I'm probably not even stalking her real so- social media because the, I, I, they now they have, like, private everything. So, But I get to see something. You can if see I can it. change it to YouTube, though, YouTube for sure. I'm on YouTube every day. <laughs> there you go. That's That's actually the most popular one now. Is YouTube? Yeah. YouTube has the highest usage of any social media site. I need to add that to my repertoire. I know my my kids are on YouTube all the time, mm-hmm. and they're seven and ten. You know, I'm just finding YouTube finding what highlights. Oh, highlights. Okay. What? Well, I know for me, it's Warzone clips and highlights from video games. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what my kids are watching. They're pro- and they're probably watching Armani Watts on there. Sounds yeah. like. I'm old. Okay. I watch YouTube to like. I don't know. Learn stuff. I was just telling Coach yep. Weaver about a guy. I listen to Thomas Sowell all the time. He's this economist that's like a genius, and I listen to his videos all the time. <laughs> but anyway, good subject spotlight. We're going to move into some questions here. Um, so you just finished up OTAs. How did that go? 
Uh, pretty good, pretty good. OTA is pretty nice. Team loading together, getting ready for another run at it. Really getting ready for training camp in a, a month coming up. Back in St. Joseph's this year. So it'll be, be nice to get back out there. Uh, small college out there uh, St. Joseph's, Missouri, we go to for training camp. Usually uh, fans and stuff will be able to go to the practices, but I don't know how it'll be this year. But I'm pretty sure it'll be uh, able to have some fans this year. What's that like to practice in front of fans? Is that something that y'all enjoy? Uh, I actually think it's pretty nice. Practicing in front of fans, it's like brings the game day experience, uh, atmosphere kind of. Uh, fans reacting, seeing what you do throughout, like just preparing for the game week, basically. Just, uh, and then especially for like kids out there, you see the kids, like I know if I was a kid going to a practice, being able to watch NFL athletes practice, right? It's crazy. Like, and then after the practice, you'd be able to sign autographs for the kids. So it's, it's a pretty a great thing. I think I love fans being at the practice. It's a great experience. Yeah. Well, let's hope that they get to come out there. We know everything's kind of different this year. Were OTAs different because of all the COVID stuff? How are things different um, than um, years past? No, OTAs, uh, it was different from last year because last year we actually weren't in the building during OTAs. Everything was online. So this year we were able, able to be in the building this year. So uh, that was good, not being online the whole time. For sure, for sure. Um, so we are going to get more into um, – you know, some of the NFL stuff, but we're going to go back and kind of talk about some forney stuff too. So, so you lived in college station, you've been to all these different cities with the chiefs. Um, what would you say is special about forney to you? Uh, really where uh, it kind of all got figured out, started because growing up, I was just playing all types of sports, just having fun, staying out the way. And, um, really about probably my junior years realized I can actually like go to college with this. I started getting offers and it was like, Oh snap. Like, might be actually good at football so i was never thinking about going to play college ball or anything i was just having fun with my friends on the field and everything and then stuff started getting serious so morning to me is like where it all started basically um the vision started to mold together about what i wanted to do where i wanted to go going to the nfl so i, I say that for sure and you might be you might be pressured to say coach curtis because he's here but who's your favorite all-time forney coach or teacher Oh, yeah. It got to go Coach Curtis, hands down. Hands down. Even though his basketball coach, um, me and Coach Curtis had a great relationship at, in Forney. So just being able to come to his house, build chemistry with that, just all the things he did for us on and off the court, just as a team. So uh, Coach Curtis is definitely uh, hands down. <laughs> I saw some great highlight. I know you you uh, you watch your NFL highlights and probably post your your practice highlights on YouTube. I saw some neat uh, video highlights of some North Forney basketball dance competitions at Coach Curtis's house, <laughs> featuring Armani Watts. Yeah, and how would you write your dance in there, Armani? Because we watched quite a few of those clips. Yes, we did. Uh, I say uh, I, I probably came out first place in those competitions. You know? Is that what you think? <laughs> <laughs> I know a, a couple moves, a little loose in the hips, you know. Yeah, we found those. And I found one. I was like, hey, here's one of Armani. And then I kept scrolling and I was like, dang, I got about five with Armani. I think yeah, you went, I had, I think I had, you had went about up five again. opponents. That's how, I see I kept on coming back up. I kept winning. He yeah. went all, his, all the way to the dance Super Bowl in Coach Curtis's <laughs> yeah. living room. Yeah. Everything yeah, is a competition. That was probably one of the craziest, craziest. That was fun. That was fun. So, Coach Curtis, tell us a little bit about Armani in high school. Kind of what did you see, beyond just being really athletic, what did you see that was kind of different about Armani? Uh, Armani, he just 
always had a smile on his face, uh, very soft-spoken, but also very respectful, always did what he was asked to do, um, loved to have fun and joke a lot. Uh, he didn't get overly serious about, um, you know, I, I had him in basketball, so I can only speak to basketball, but like, you know, sometimes, you know, guys will talk trash during the game or something, and Armani never got involved in that kind of stuff. I never saw him get like, you know, mad at an opponent or anything like that. I never saw him talking trash back. He would always just laugh at him, and he'd come over to the bench and just like say what somebody had said or done or something and just laugh about it. Uh, he never got um, like super upset or everything, anything like that. Um, but um, you know, but obviously very competitive. Um, you know, you could see some of the things that make him a good defensive back and a good football player. You could see him on the basketball court too. Um, just the, the acceleration and the changing of directions and stuff. He was, uh, I mean, he was he was our leading scorer in basketball his senior year and uh, our best shooter. That's one thing that a lot of people might not know about him. He was a excellent three point shooter. Um, the only person that could really outshoot him was me. And, and, and he'll and he'll argue that <laughs> he'll argue that. But we stayed, we'll, we stayed after practice all the time and did shooting competitions. And if me and Armani were ever on the same team, it was no chance for anybody I, else. I got to I got to interject here. Uh, you definitely did not beat him in the dance competitions because I'm pretty sure I saw one with you in it too. And Armani had the upper hand when yes. it came to dancing. <laughs> I got no problem well, yeah. admitting that. Well, Coach definitely got the jump shot on me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so how would that go now if y'all were to have a shooting competition? Well, from what he I told say, me. I say, I say it's still, it'll still go back to back. It's not never left. It'll still be improving. I'm in the gym still, Coach. <laughs> Last time I talked to him, he told me they had a basketball goal in the locker room. Yep. Knockout yep. every day. Play knockout after practice. Yeah, so he's probably kept up with his shot, maybe even a little bit more than I have. Uh, I left coaching uh, three years ago, so I, I don't get in the gym near as much anymore. So he might get me now. Well, Coach Curtis, I hope uh, I hope it's not like that golf putt putt golf game you got going on. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, I went sixty holes the other day without making a hole in one. Um, I will say I didn't. I went to Forney, and I graduated. I think Armani. What year did you graduate? Uh, fourteen, I believe. Fourteen. So you were two years younger than me. But I I played basketball at Forney, and I remember, I remember whenever we played North, um, you had come over from football, and everybody's like, "Yeah, it's Armani. He's a really good football player." And as soon as as soon as you started playing basketball against us, we couldn't get a rebound, and I was <laughs> like, "This dude's just good at everything." Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we even though you said junior years when you started taking it real seriously, I think everybody else saw it pretty early. Yeah, so let me tell you, oh, yeah. so, I'll tell you a sophomore yeah, I story. Sophomore year, yeah, here you go. Like seven on seven, I think, and we went straight to basketball. I was just playing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, James Brown was the coach that for that one year yeah. when Armani was a sophomore, and I remember uh, talking to Coach Brown and. Um, Armani was just kind of starting to come on the horizon, you know, and and people to recognize the talent. But I, and I got to say this too. I love his perspective. He said, "Hey, I mean, I was having fun. I was playing hard. He was had a good attitude, as Coach Curtis said. He's just out there enjoying life and being a student athlete and and letting his talent and his work ethic make things happen." Coach Brown said uh, one time. He said, "Man, have you seen Armani Watts? Of course, I didn't know who Armani was yet. You know, he's been through whatever. He's 
early in his sophomore year, just in the fall, starting school. He was like, he, he's, that kid is sick. Of course, you know, I'm the U.S. Postal Service. What's wrong with him? <laughs> What's wrong? No, 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 no. He's like, coach, he is fast, like a whole different level. Sure enough, you know, then you start watching him play. You see some of those highlights. I can remember seeing, I don't know if it was his sophomore or junior year, but on Coach Curtis's team, uh, I just remember sitting in, a, in the North Forney gym watching a home game. They get the tip. Armani gets the ball off, like gets the tip, and I maybe took one or two dribbles. It seemed, in my mind, he jumped from the free throw line and just dunked it off the tip. I'm like, holy smokes, who is this kid? And uh, then every game, you know, then it's then you, you can't help but be an Armani fan. Um, so so we're we're moving on through your career here. You're you're getting ready to finish up um, playing football for North Forney. And how did you arrive at the decision to go to A&M? And I know, Coach Curtis, you had a couple stories about this, about recruiting and stuff like that. So um, kind of how did you go through that process and how did you end up picking A&M? Uh, luckily for me, uh, I committed early to so my junior year. I was committed to A&M. And the, I took a couple of visits. I took a visit to LSU, Baylor, uh, A&M. And uh, just being at A&M, and the first visit I committed, the first time I went there just to – traditions there just caught my eye and just the atmosphere about the whole school was amazing and just what coach Sumlin was talking to me in the office what he said to me just sat with me forever it's still kissing me now just how like even when I come here like yeah you'll be a top recruit and everything but uh everything's not gonna be handed to you it's not just gonna be promised playing time you're gonna have to work for wherever you want and uh school like that's what my mom well, really loved too about handling and how school was a, a huge thing um there so to be able to get a degree from man it was uh would be real huge. And I got my Aggie ring, so part of that amazing network, so that was that was a big part of it. Just staying home two about three hours from my mom. My mom never missed the game basically, so mm-hmm. be able to get out there. And what uh what was your what's your degree in? Uh right now it's business management. There you go. Coach Curtis. Still you got two more classes though, finishing those out online. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, yes, so, Coach Curtis, you had some stories about just him being recruited and stuff. Was that something new to you? Had you seen all this before, or was it kind of a different experience? It, that level was new to me. Um, his junior year, when football ended, uh, I mean, like he said, they came straight. Uh, I think, uh, in fact, I had to tell him he wasn't allowed to play in the first scrimmage that was the very next morning after the last football game. I said, look, just take the weekend the rest like but that's the kind of kid he was like he loved basketball like he was better in football obviously but he loved playing basketball and i had to I tell him tall enough. do what i wasn't tall enough oh <laughs> he said he wasn't tall enough yeah i had to tell him hey just like rest your body i mean i know you got to be tired from the year we'll get started on monday but um you know as we started getting ready for the season it wasn't long before like uh People started showing up from, I mean, these were big-time schools like Oregon, uh, Clemson, all, all kind of places like this. Guys were coming in, and they weren't sending, like, you know, you know the, the 15th coach on the staff. This was like offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators were coming in from big-time programs, and they were bringing them into the gym because that's where he was during the athletic period, and they would just came and just wanted to watch him, like, move around the court and play. And, you know, I was always like – uh, 
Like, do you want to talk to him right now? Like, I can pull him off if you need to talk to him. And they're like, no, nah, I just, I just want to watch him for a minute. So that, that was kind of new to me to have, like, people that I see on TV, like, in my gym looking at one of my players, even if it was for another sport. But, yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, I know Chad Morris from uh, – I had known him because he used to be a high school coach in Texas. He came from Clemson. And he came in the gym, so that was kind of cool to see him again. But, you know, he had just coached in, like, the national championship game that same year, I think. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, so you end up getting drafted in the fourth round by the Chiefs. Tell us about the draft process and what that night was like for you and your family. Uh, the draft, the whole thing was amazing. Uh, I stayed home. So I was in Dallas at home. We had a whole bunch of family and friends come down. Uh Getting drafted, that was a dream come true. I was just waiting for that phone call, and then when the phone started ringing, this is like a monkey jump off your back. It's a relief knowing you finally made it, but the work's not done yet. But just, man, still thinking about it right now, give me chills. It's just wild, especially to come to a place like this. It was like I got drafted by A&M, but in a, on a pro level. <laughs> right, right. And we're... Were you thinking that the Chiefs were were real interested in you and were going to pick you, or were there others? Were there some other teams that were that were you know on the radar? Uh, I mean, I know um, Kansas City was on the radar. I had a meeting with them at the combine. Uh, I had a meeting with a couple guys, but really in the drive, it's up in the air. You really have no clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know um, actually right before Kansas City called, Tennessee called, and uh, I'm pretty sure that, um, they was going to pick me up. Um, but KC beat them to the jump. Yeah, well, it's worked out pretty well. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, Tennessee's a great organization, too. I mean, you really can't lose going to one of those. Um, so that's pretty awesome. So the Chiefs are just loaded with talent all over the field and really have been since since you got drafted by them. Um, it's kind of a golden era for that organization for sure. Are there any specific veterans that you feel like you've learned a lot from in your first three seasons? Specific? Um, well, obviously, Tyran, Matthew, uh, He's in a, the the leader of the defense of the team. Uh, learn, well, that's the guy I watched in high school who's crazy, believe it or not. That's what I watch on YouTube all the time in high school before games and everything. It's Tyron Matthew highlights. So kind of tried to mold my game after him and Ed Reed. So just picking up on his game and just knowledge from just being in life. Uh, picked up a whole bunch of stuff from him. Uh, I know my rookie year, Eric Berry was here. and got a knowledge, knowledge from him. Uh, big bet. And really just everybody on the team, it's a lot of – it's probably the best team-oriented uh, organization in the league of uh, the guys that come in and just mold in together and just want to just be better with each other. So I'd say the whole team um, really helped me mold into the kind of guy I am right now. Right, and as a safety, I mean, you can't you can't ask for too many guys that are better than Eric Berry and Tyron Matthew to, to oh, kind yeah. of help you out in the early years. Um did you did you have something on that? Well, yeah, I kind of in that realm. I mean, I wanted to ask. Obviously, he's as you said, played all over the nation. Um, you you played every major stadium. There's two things I wanted to ask you. It's just kind of fun and interesting. What what is the what's the best stadium or your favorite stadium and city to play in, and why? Can you answer that first? Favorite stadium and city. Hmm. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. This past year, the Raiders Stadium was pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it, even though there was no fans in there, it was pretty insane to be in there. Yeah, that's brand um, new. But, yeah, the one fans, in Vegas. Yeah, 
with fans, I gotta say, ooh, this is tough. College, our, our pros? Sure, yeah, it's, yeah, you bet. I love playing in Auburn for some reason. Auburn's mm. pretty nice. Cool. Because yeah. of the fans? Yeah, the fans there, it, it, it's, it's not like trash and talk, but they're like a great fan base right. in Auburn. So it was pretty fun games every time I was out there. That's interesting. And, I mean, I just realized you've had two of the best home fan bases Oh, yeah. That's what I was like, it's pretty hard because my uh, home team, we take it home every time. Yeah. Right. Okay, so. But that's why I think it was pretty good coming from A&M into the league. It wasn't really like a big shock because A&M, we had 110,000 fans every game, so it's way more than every NFL game. Right. Yeah, that's that is crazy. I didn't think about it from that perspective either. That's pretty cool. So, second second question: uh, best player you've ever played with or against? And and you, a couple ways you could answer that. I mean, obviously you played uh, with or against a bunch of you know legendary NFL yeah. players. Um, but maybe it's just talent wise, just raw pure talent. Which you're, you're you're one of the maybe the most raw pure talented guy we've we've had around here. Um, but you know, who's the best player that made an impact on you? It's like, wow, that guy is unbelievable. Hmm, let's see. I know in college, my roommate, Christian Kirk, we went at it all the time in practice. So that's a uh, guy I think that was one of probably my most athletic and best teammates. We bumped heads all the time in practice. Uh, Donovan Wilson, another one. Me, Donovan Wilson, and Justin Evans. It was crazy to have us three in the uh, in the back at AM, so all three of us at uh safety was, was a problem for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like sometimes just watching I think you can see like highlights of the Tennessee games, Justin had an interception and just like watching like other guys make plays that's in your room is just like amazing. So just seeing them make the plays they did while we were in college was just awesome. Well, and I have a question for you too. It doesn't have anything to do with football. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you're out there in Missouri, have you gone to eat at Sweetie Pies? Sweetie Pies? I have not. Oh. <laughs> you seem disappointed, Coach O. Was yeah. you, were well, you I expecting? Like, I, I need, yes, I need like, to make a trip. Yes, everybody to goes to Sweetie Pies. I mean. Really? I, I maybe, you know what? Maybe it's, in, maybe it's in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's like an hour and a half away, two hours. You want to look that up, Sweetie Pies. Yeah, I'm going to definitely try it out. Um, so... Tell us a little something. We've been we've asked everybody this, but from your perspective, tell us something that the average person doesn't know about playing in the NFL. Uh, really, um, playing in the NFL. There's a whole a lot of communication and talking way more than people think. Uh, the the X's and O's are are, are crazy. Like people think like it's just some plays are the same. Like. That's pretty hard to explain. Like, coverages, uh, everybody thinks safeties are deep every play. Corners always earn man. Like, it's a whole bunch of stuff that go exiting and O's on the field that goes on. Like, watching film, and, like, you can tell, like, if you've been around it, like, watching film and somebody around it, they know what's going on. But, uh, like, looking on social media sometimes, watching tweets, just like, dang, like, I don't even really know how to explain it right now. I have the X's and O's and what coverages and plays are being ran on the field right now. Like, it all looks the same, but there's, like, small tweaks and details in every single little thing. And it's really, like, I'm still, like, everybody's still learning as, like, even they go 15-year vets still learning. So it's, like, 
it's crazy how each year it's a, a different change or adjustment that you make to become better as a team. Mm-hmm. So it was like it, it doesn't look like anything on the field to people, but like it's small, subtle details that change the whole scheme of something and it can make it great. Well, you mentioned uh, how just things change every year. Um, you know, this is a big year for you. This is a contract year, last year, rookie deal. Yeah, sure. Is there anything that you're really, really focusing on, on, you know, working on or improving in this season? Uh, definitely, I'll say um, communication-wise, um, you're getting better out there talking to the guys. Because uh, the playbook right now, I feel like the playbook is coming. Like, I, I've been here four years, so I, I know the playbook well enough to be able to contribute to the team. So just being able to communicate and just bring the same energy that I've been bringing these past few years to the team and just uh, go out there and make some plays when I get called upon. But, yeah, that's, that's um, I'm a big energy guy, keeping the energy on the team with everything. And uh, right, even though I don't get that much fan time with special team guys, as much as I can impact the game, I can impact the game. So special teams, I'm going to go out there and 100% every time I got but you never know in this league too. Anybody can go down, so everybody has to be prepared. That's, right. that's why I think uh, we've we've been such good uh, the past few years because, like you said, um, we got a lot of athletes and competitors here, and that's what Bear Beach does a great job in is bringing um, people that come in and compete. So, like any any given moment, you can lose your job because you know we got dogs everywhere. Armani, you you hit on something there that we've talked to every every. Uh, professional athlete from Forney about and it's so, such a big thing and that is being a great teammate being a great locker room guy uh, being, yeah. po- being positive you know keeping a positive mindset and trying to affect everybody else around you in a positive way mm-hmm. um, I think it goes we, a long way yeah, yes sir I think we saw that from you here it sounds like you're still doing the same thing you know at every level you, you go to you impact your team in a positive way both on the field and off and that is such a big part of athletics Yes, sir. Everybody got to know the role they got to play, and patience comes along the way too. Most of our guys feel like they just got to hurry up and get on the scene, become a big time player, or whatever. It takes time to grow and learn patience, be able to mold into what you might become. That is a great message for kids to hear. It sure is. So, so much impatience, you know. Mm-hmm. With the, I know we're in the instant gratification, you know, era. Um, we started out with Coach O talking about social media. Obviously, it's built on instant gratification and information immediately. Yeah. But the athletic process, the process of growth, you know, as a human being, obviously, but physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, uh, it takes a lot of investment. It takes a lot of positivity. It takes, um, you know, you got to be willing to stick it out and work at it. And, um, we're, boy, we definitely you, – you came into the deal with some God-given talent. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And we all recognize that. It's so much fun to watch you as a high school athlete, but um, it makes us really proud that you come from Forney and, and you're out there being a great person, mm-hmm. you know, being a great teammate. Um, that's that's so important to us. I think it's, it's just an important part of being a person. Yes, sir. Glad to be able to represent. So um, before we get into I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, the Super Bowl, but I want to make people wait for that a little bit. Coach Curtis, did you have anything else before we kind of get into our our closing stuff and all that um, that you wanted to to yeah, say? I could share a couple couple funny stories. Um, Armani may or may not remember some of these. Uh, he probably does. He didn't play basketball his freshman year, so we had, 
this his sophomore year was our first graduating class. So those kids had been on varsity for three years in a row. So when he decided to play his sophomore year, he was on JV um, because he didn't kind of know our system and how we call things and know all our plays and stuff. And, and we had a good team too. So, um, I mean, every game on JV, we drove a separate bus with the varsity. So I'd get there and the JV would already be playing. And every game I'd walk in and be like, how's, I'd ask our assistant coach, how's it going? And he'd be like, Armani's got like six threes. <laughs> like every game. And I'm like, gosh, you I was like, I got to, at some point, I got to get this kid up on varsity. <laughs> so uh, we won district that year and we were going into the playoffs. And I knew, I That's knew I made, bro. yeah, I knew we might need Armani on the court at some point during the playoffs, even though he hadn't played with us all year long. Just, you know, because we pressed a lot. So his athleticism would, would play right into that. And by this point, he knew enough of the plays that we could make it work. So I brought him up for our last home game, senior night against Kaufman. And uh, we pressed we pressed them the whole game. And we got up big. And I put Armani in and just to get him some playing time. I think we beat him like 91 to 50 or 60 or something like that. But when the game was over, we were looking at the books. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Armani had 27 points in his first varsity game. I'm like, dang, he almost set the school record. Like, we had only been in school for three years. But. I was like, oh, my gosh, what took me so long to get this kid up? Like, I I had no idea he had 27 points. I mean, he probably only played the second half because we brought him in off the bench. So that that was when I was like, okay, like, I got to get this kid in the game. And then uh, another one, probably the time I made Armani the most nervous was we had this trick play. Um, And basketball is kind of hard to have trick plays, not kind of like football has – you know, a lot of different ways to have a trick play. But we had this out-of-bounds play where um, once the referee handed the ball to a person, I would start screaming on the bench that it's the wrong person throwing the ball in. And I would yell to somebody, hey, what are you doing? Go throw the ball in. So the other team on defense would just kind of relax like we're switching inbounders. But then as they got close to the basket, you just throw it into them and they shoot a layup. So I did it to Armani one time. Like, they never knew when I'm going to do it because I didn't want to waste it on games we didn't need it. So we practiced it in practice. And we had already run it once, but I ran it to somebody else that time. So it all depended on how they lined up, and I ran it to Armani. And he said after the game he was so nervous that he was going to blow the layup <laughs> because literally every all everybody's just standing around. They but, weren't moving. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yes, we. I can't. We ran it against West Mesquite, I think. Do you remember? Did he blow the layup? Yeah, I don't remember who it? it was against, but I was like, bro, this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> they always thought it wouldn't work, and I'm like, listen, y'all don't have to do anything. I'll sell it. Like, I'll just line up where you're supposed to. And I think it was Tyrell throwing the ball in. And I was like, no, no, no. What are you doing? Armani, go throw the ball in. Like, I told y'all you're going to throw it in. So the other team just stops and stands there. And Armani starts walking over there. And then Tyrell throws it into him real quick. And, yes, Coach O, he did make the layup. All right. He he didn't blow the layup. But then, like, the other team is all pissed and stuff. And they're, like, looking around going, what just happened? Like, we just got two points for free, basically. So, And then the other thing I used to always, uh, 
Armani was known for in the coach's office was coming into the coach's office either before or after practice to ask us if we had any food. He's like, I'm, I'm hungry. Do y'all got anything to eat in here? Uh, or he's fueling a jet engine. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that is that is true. Okay, or he would have found something, and he would be, Coach, can I use your microwave? <laughs> and I bet you said yes every time. Yes, every time, every time. Yeah, we always had to try to have a snack or two, like, on reserve in case Armani came in and asked, uh, y'all got something the to eat in here? was high. <laughs> yes. All right, so we're going to have to get the message to, to Andy Reid that Armani is the trick play guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, we got a couple of hands. I bet. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't wait to, to see. So let's get into Super Bowl stuff real quick before we let you go. We know you're busy. Um, so your first time going to the Super Bowl was was that the 2019-2020 season? Or was it the Super Bowl early 2020 after New Year's? So um, yeah. what, was, what was that like going into that Super Bowl? And what's that weekend like for a player? Yeah, that whole week was just like a movie, but, man, the Super Bowl, it's just like every day we were practicing, it was like, bro, we in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, like, still now, like, we won it. Like, every day I talk to some of my um, teammates and everything, like, dang, but we really won the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Because it's something, like, we used to watch as a kid growing up all the time on TV, watching every Super Bowl, the biggest event on TV, now you're a part of it. And it's like all the small events you're doing, going to talk to the media, media from all over the country, all over the, the world, really, people from Italy, France, uh, Mexico out there trying to um, interview you and just talk to, talk to see what type of person you are and everything. So um, just being in Miami, too, is just a nice place to be. So the whole Super Bowl experience was probably the best thing ever I've experienced uh, athletically-wise. So And then going back-to-back twice was just was unreal. So we're going to try to make it three times. There you Get go. another have a ring this year, for sure. And was it was it at all less amazing the second time after you've been there once? Uh definitely not. It gets better and better every time. Uh, yeah, people think like you win a ring, you like I already got my ring, this and that. It literally makes you literally hungry for more, and like you just want another ring, another one. And then it makes sense why Tom has whatever uh, six or whatever. But, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it just makes you hungry and hungry, and especially you yeah, have the right guys around you and just want the same thing. That's what makes makes the team special, for sure. Well, I, you mentioned rings, so I'm I'm interested to know: Do you wear that ring all the time, or is it like in some? Oh uh, no, locked up in a box, definitely. Okay, I probably wear my Aggie ring every day more than my Super Bowl ring. It's, it's kind of big. I got you. Another question: So you signed that big rookie contract. What was the first thing you purchased? Uh, really, I'm not a big, big purchaser guy. So probably, I just now got a truck probably a couple months ago. That's probably the biggest purchase I've ever had. Is this a funny I don't wear, thing? I don't, this is awesome. Isn't it? I don't wear, I don't wear jewelry or anything. So. Is this this has got to be some funny thing? Because none of the pros go and spend this ridiculous amount of money with the. Got stack it up for the future. There you go. That's right. We heard that. We heard smart. that from every person. That's yes. awesome. Uh, All of our guys yeah, are smart. I don't got no jury or nothing. I'm spending money. It's probably on food and video games. Yeah. <laughs> what truck did you get? Oh, I got a TRX. Okay. All got right. it straight out of a uh, grapevine, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Do you make it yeah, out here very often? Uh, no, not really. I had a shift out here. But really, my mom's the only one out um, in Dallas, but I really never make it back out. 
Well, we'll have, always need to come down here. We'll have to. But have I'll her probably make come it back up sometime. Why don't you I'm make it by? Why don't you come by and be on the one two six in make, person? I definitely got to make it for a couple games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, you need it. You do, and and. Let so us, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get this year because I, I will be able to leave since I'm vaccinated. I would be able to leave, so try to get up to the game. That'd be good. Let us know, please, in advance so we can, you know, roll out the red carpet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've we've only got one uh, Super Bowl champion, for, a former our graduate from our school, and uh, so that's pretty special. We definitely will yes, want to get definitely, you in. Definitely, um, figure out a figure out a date to get out there this year. We could probably get you a free water burger. I think we could. <laughs> oh, no, we don't got none out here. I see. There's another Every water burger. Every time I come back home, I raid water burger. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, we got a uh... Pat, Pat getting Pat getting us one soon though. Hey, is he is he is he working on that? <laughs> oh yeah, it, it should be out here. And um, I'm pretty sure in a couple months, actually. Really? Yep. That's awesome. He's been working on it for some years. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, the Cowboys are playing at Arrowhead this year. Oh yes, sir. And um, I'm actually trying to go to that game. I really want to go to Arrowhead. Um, and I've yeah, I've gone to some away Cowboy games, and and I think that one would be pretty special. Is that have you have you played the Cowboys yet? Uh, no, not yet. What's that? What's that like? I mean, I'm assuming that you grew up kind of watching the Cowboys. Maybe not. Who Who was your uh, team? No, I'm actually from California, so I'm not even really a Cowboys fan. Who was your team growing up? Uh, Baltimore, them believe it or not, Baltimore Ravens. Really? Well, I was a big Ed Reed and Ray Lewis guy. So yeah. I used to be obsessed with Miami Hurricane. Willis McGahee was there too. Yeah. Everybody from Miami was on the Ravens team at one point down there. That was a fun team. I remember just using them on yeah. Madden all the time because whenever they introduced that hit stick, the Ravens were the team to use. Yep. Yes, sir. And I was super happy when they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm going to try to make it out to that game, so hopefully you can you can get in on that one. Don't do too much damage to us. But, oh, but, yeah. Uh, I'll, probably, I'll probably have the jersey shot, too. Donovan plays for the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yep. That that'll be a cool. I'm sure that'll be a cool moment for you for you two. Yeah, I get to go against a couple of my Aggie uh, teammates this preseason. Play the Cardinals week two preseason. So Kirk's over there. Mm-hmm. A couple of jersey blocks. So what are you what are you going to be looking for if you and and Christian Kirk are on the field at the same time? Uh, if we play at the same time, it would probably be some generic play since it's preseason. It'd probably right. be blocking something. <laughs> yeah. You're going to hit him just a little harder than other people, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to give him a little bit of tap. Got to. Got to. Well, um, before we do our, our closings, we do have our Whataburger Trivia Challenge winner from last week, correct? Yes, it was Zach Gear. Um, the of question was... Was what was the name of the dog grooming company that Harry worked for in Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, he got it. And it was Mutt Cuts. Mutt Cuts. Mutt yeah. Cuts. Hey, and I got to oh, say... <laughs> wait, wait. You know, do you, you got, like Dumb and Dumber? Uh, I haven't watched it. In okay, a long good job, time, good, good man. Good. No, he's not done. He's finished. Oh, it's a great, it's a great movie. Though. Oh, <laughs> <honey>. <laughs> I, I knew he wasn't done. Uh, Edison, our one two six fact checkers have been out there. I said last time I was looking for a, a major league baseball player making yes. a cameo. It was actually in Kingpin, yep. not in Dumb and Dumber, uh, and it was. I think it was. Skidmark, not sea bass. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had Roger Clemens placed in the wrong movie. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, I'll, we'll correct ourselves on that. But at, uh, Armani, we always do a Whataburger trivia question every week, and somebody wins a free Whataburger in Forney. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, and our trivia question for this week is, how many points did Armani score in his first varsity basketball All game? All right, good question. Okay. Yeah, you got to listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> he had a big debut. Yeah. So. I didn't score. I don't know if I scored that many my senior year. <laughs> yeah, the whole year? I know, uh, right? So, all right. Oh, Coach Curtis. Yes, sir. Is the three-point record still stand or did it fail already? Uh, I think Trey Summers broke it. Ah, good, good job. I know, I know he broke the game. one. At one point, Armani held the school record for most threes in a game, most threes in a season, and most threes in a career. He held them all. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's going to be broken sometime. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Trey broke the game one because I think he hit like a le- 10 or 11 one game. And Ar- Armani's was seven. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if uh, I don't know if if he broke the season record or the career record. I'd have to check on those. Yep, yep. Who was that seven against? You remember? Oh man, he probably had se- was it Maybank? I think so. Yeah, he uh, he hit he hit. Like five, six, seven, like consistently. Yeah. And then he'd have a game where he hit nine, and I'd be like, "What is going on today?" <laughs> but now he, he, uh, he, he wasn't one of those guys where it was like all or nothing. He was pretty consistent. He was a good shooter. So if we could get him open, he, he, we could usually count on him to to knock him down. So he, hit, I, I'm, I'm betting he had seven more than once. I bet he wins a lot of Chiefs knockout rounds too. What he bet. After hey, I want a couple. Run a few. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the hey, best? It's a, it's a, we got some shooters in the locker room, though. I'm not going to lie. We got some shooters in here. Who's a good shooter besides Armani Watts? Mm, definitely uh, Tariq can shoot. McCole. Trav got a shot on him. My boy, uh, Kalen Saunders can shoot. D-tackle. You got yeah, a D-tackle? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Chris Jones. Chris Jones can shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't even mention Pat. Well, he, he's a known hooper coach. You know Pat out there shooting. Okay. Pat, don't play. Pat, Pat can't participate though. Uh, <laughs> oh, he know he might get hurt. He's not allowed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> can't have that. All right. Well, Armani, thank you so much for for coming on, and we uh, we really appreciate it. Oh. We have some technical Hello. difficulties. You still there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. we got you. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you guys having me on. For sure, for sure. And next time you're here, we'll have to we'll have to have you on here in person. Oh, yeah, definitely. I have to get out there and pick you guys up. We well, appreciate it. Hey, go follow us on Twitter at 40 yes, Athletics. I got you. I got you. That's right. And we, we will definitely be following you and looking forward to great things in your future. Young man, I can say that as an official old man. Um, we love watching you in the NFL, but we're just glad, we're just proud you're a great guy. You know what I mean? You come from a, you yes, know, a great family. Um, you had some great coaches here. Obviously, you've done great things in in your professional sports career. Um, we just know you're a great guy, and, and we're so proud to have you as a representative of our athletic program. So thank you for what you're doing. Yes, sir. Appreciate all the support. It goes a long way. I promise. Yeah, we're always here watching, even if you if you don't know or see us in the stands anymore like you used to. You know, yes, you always sir. got a big uh, a big support, home support from uh, people in Forney. You bet. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. 
Well, congrats on the baby. Um, good luck this season. Good luck in training camp. And we'll be we'll be looking forward to it. All right, sounds good. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, have a good one. All right, thanks, Armani. See ya. Yep. And that is it for part three of our summer series, The Pros. We will talk to y'all next time. Have a good one.